Thank you so much, BBS Radio. So here we are, Worldwide Live, with the Monday evening wildcard presented to us by Winfrey. And we wait for him to present it now. As usual, this is a simulcast with a conference call. And more people joined in. Welcome to the next caller. If you want to, please say the name of location. Hi, hi. It's Bonnie in California. Welcome hi, Bonnie. Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Roger in Austin. Welcome, hi, Roger. Roger. Hi, hi, hi. And there was more callers. Hi, Wynn. Hi, Jeannie and Superfight. Hi, Jeannie. Hey, Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, Jeannie. Hi. Welcome to the next caller. Please say the name and location. Hi, this is Terry and Stoma. Welcome, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi. Hello. Hi. Is Fred going to be on tonight? Is what? Not sure. Fred. Is he going to be on tonight? Did when I uh, talked to Fred? I I like when Fred talks. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> and for the record today, it is November the 22nd, 2021. Is Win on his way, Terry? Yes, he is. All right. Welcome to the next caller. Please say name and location. Alan. Hi, hi. Welcome, Alan. Hi, Alan. Hi, Alan. Hi. hi. Gang's all here, seems. Almost. Not yet. Not quite. We're still waiting. <laughs> you feeling better and better, Terry? Yes. Good. Yeah. I'm so pleased. Thank you. Did did we get the new numbers uh, posted yet on the? Yeah. I checked. I checked the Spirit Channel, and they're all posted. Oh, good. Thank you. That includes the replay number, right? Yes. It does. I thank you so much. I, I forgot what the new number for today was, and I went on the Spirit Channel, and I was like, please be there. Yeah, and I dialed the wrong number, too. I had <laughs> somehow written it down wrong. If you call the old number, they're still giving out the new numbers. I did that. Yeah, they are. That's how I got on. And I see Monday and Wednesday looks like it's the same. The same number yeah. with a different pin. Mm-hmm. That's what I saw yeah. as well. Mm. And the listeners on BBS, if you want the new numbers, then you could go on the spiritchannel.net and they're all there. And while you're there, you can listen to the recordings or read some transcripts. Now, listen to channeling. 
The two same numbers are for the Monday and the whole planet healing. Well, that's what yep. I thought, but it turn, turns out that it's uh, the whole planet healing is a different number, Updated on the Spirit Channel? Yes. Yes. Uh, we got to thank John for that. Thank you, John. Wherever yes, you thank are. You, John. <laughs> Is John on the line? No. He is not. Is that John from Las Vegas? Yeah. Well, we John, 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 CJ, and Robin manage the Spirit Channel. All right. And uh, we had another caller. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, it's Dharmananda. Hi, Dharmananda. Hi, Dharmananda. Hi. So, I'm thinking no Fred tonight. Pardon me? No, you didn't get Fred. You come on tonight? No. Ah. Uh, From Heavenly Clearing? Yeah. So we'll have them soon. Okay. Yay. You know what? I thought we'd do something um, different for a change. <laughs> of course. It is the wild card, yeah. card after all. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, I'm amazed at the... Um, when I look for replays, even when I just pick one and I don't know what it is, I'm amazed at the quality of our replays, you know? And I'm amazed at the quality of our Sunday calls. And I'm amazed at all the people who have been having little miracles or phenomena who are coming into our calls, okay? Are we on BBS Radio? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Hello to everyone on BBS Radio. Should we get started? Well, we are started. Should we... Is Hive here? Yes. Okay. Good. Hit the record button. I'm going to hit the record button. The recording has started. And this is November 22nd, 2021, Thanksgiving weekend in the United States. And um, this is our Monday night wild card night. And 
What I thought we would do. Okay. Uh, what was that sound? Was that Dharmananda? I'll meet myself. Okay. You know, it's, it's amazing. We've all gotten to know each other that so well that when Dharmananda says, okay, I recognize his voice. Mm -hmm. And I thought, what I would like to do is go around the people, are we recording, yes, that are on the call, and have you share what you get out of the call, the benefit our calls. You know, if you're listening on BBS, we do 10 calls a week. And this is a totally seat-of-the-pants operation. It's been going on for 18 years, and it's built, you know, not in leaps and bounds, but people find us, and there's nothing to join. There's no money being charged. There's no qualifications. And people get very endeared with what we're doing. And they keep showing up. Um, and there's no incentive to show up other than... On some level, you're getting some personal benefit. Now, the personal benefit might be you feel part of a community and you don't feel isolated and alienated. Another reason might be you're one of those people that have put people in the light or yourself in the light. And you had something miraculous happen. And um, and you realize that we're legitimate. We are really communicating with these sources in very high levels. And we're not just getting verbal communication with them. They're paying attention to the people that keep coming to the calls. And they have the ability, from, from my experience, to shift reality from their level so that something happens in our level that looks like a miracle, okay? And some people are, have had healing miracles. Some people have had synchronistic miracles. and. I mean, it's very impressive to have a source, a group soul on the other side that is paying attention to you because you're coming to these calls and you have phenomena that convinces you that they're paying attention, okay? 
And um, why do other people come to the calls? They come to the calls people that are like uh, facilitators in whole planet healing. Probably they're all wanderers. And it gives them a sense of purpose. I mean, it gives Terry and I a sense of purpose because otherwise we're just dodos. <laughs> and uh, it's great to have a sense of purpose and knowing that what you're doing is helping and lifting the vibrations of other people. And... And some of you feel that when you go into whole planet healing, that you're helping to lift the vibrations of other people. I mean, we really do have a group energy. We really, I mean, when I say we really do, I don't know how to convince somebody that doesn't understand it. But I understand it. I understand when that energy comes in and we feel part of each other, even though we don't know each other in a normal way and we may feel more connected with each other on this call than we do to people in our family or in our lives, you know, or hopefully, hopefully it's helping you create more affinity with the people that are in your life as a result of the affinity that we create on this call. So, um, let me see. I want you to share the answer to the question for you of why do you keep coming to this call? What are you getting out of it? Because, you know, that's the kind of stuff that can attract other people to say, that I want something like that in my life, and who knows, I may use it that way. Of course, when I, when, when I open the mics up, which are already opened up, uh, are you guys willing to do that? Yeah. Was that Antonio? It was. Yes. Yes. Eddie. We need you more. Come on, more yeses. Si, senor. <laughs> you know, every time you talk on this call, and you open yourself up. You know, people are afraid to speak publicly. And there were the days when Terry was afraid. And look what's happened to her now. <laughs> she actually interrupts me to say things. But, you know, there's a benefit in speaking on this call. Because you're speaking to this huge energy of not only us on the line, 
but our sources. And it's okay to trust yourself. You can't do anything wrong, okay, um, by speaking out. And let your own self be spontaneous, and it will come out right, you know? The, the hard part of speaking publicly is we're afraid that people will judge us or that people will find fault with us and we'll, we'll make ourselves look foolish publicly. And, you know, somewhere I heard that people are more afraid of speaking publicly than they are of dying, right? Did you guys ever hear that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where that came from, but I, I kind of understand it, I guess, because you don't want to make look like an idiot. But I look like an idiot. Heck, I come on these calls and I'm so tired and I fall asleep, and I used to think nobody's going to come back anymore. <laughs> But you did. In fact, you accepted that. And I wasn't being disrespectful of the call. It's like I was getting burned out. I couldn't handle it all. And, um, what's that? I think that was just but, in the background. Okay. So, um, let's start. Now, I'm not going to call, I prefer not to call on people, okay? But since Antonio volunteered, and was the first person, he can break the ice for us all. Now, I'm wondering if I should mute everybody. And let me, let me mute everybody. Are you on um, Antonio? Yeah, I'm Antonio? on VOIP. I could just unmute okay. myself. Let me see. Okay. Um, say something, Antonio. Okay. Can you hear me? I see you. All right. I, I can unmute you. All right. Hang on a I, second. Okay. Let me mute everybody. Muted. Okay. Okay. You're on. Go ahead. Okay. Well, when I come on the call, it, I'll be, sometimes I'll be a little sad or depressed. Then it, after the call, it just all goes away. And I feel happy and uh, relaxed. And whatever got me sad or depressed, it doesn't bother me anymore. And, uh, like, I guess ever since I was a kid, I always felt like I was different. And, uh, everybody, like the people around me, they thought it was weird. So I didn't really felt like I didn't belong anywhere. And then when I came on the whole planet healing, then, I was like, these guys are as weird as me. <laughs> and I was like, I, 
I found where I belong. <laughs> that well, you know, every Wednesday. Now we are talking. We are communicating with really, really high intelligences in the universe. And they have demonstrated not only the ability to explain some of the deepest mysteries of life, but the ability to project energy into this realm and connect with your own energy field so that when that happens, there's an upliftment. And of course, we, we are connecting with each other's energy fields and we're uplifting each other and we're uplifting the vibration of the call so our sources can come in energetically. And do you have that experience, Antonio? I don't know what he said. I wasn't paying attention. I I, I was facing out. I was thinking about me being an angel and how hard it was just to do a lot of stuff. Did they tell you? They told you 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 came from the angelic realm, didn't they? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. And did they tell you anything else that was significant that made a big difference for your life? Uh, well, the work I did in the angelic realm, it was, uh, well, I did a lot of everything, so I guess I was a gopher. I gave people water. I worked at the library, and uh, they told me I had elemental energy, which I don't really know what that means, but I've been, ever since I was a kid, I've been really good with plants. And the um, I had a lot of past life traumas that gave me anxiety and panic attacks, agoraphobia in this lifetime. So I'm still working on that. Well, you know, you you, you play. You can you make a very valuable contribution to our calls because your presence causes other people to open up to love, and uh, your innocence makes people feel safe. So that's thank you. That's how it is with like people I don't know. They just come up to me and just. Start talking to me, mm-hmm. and they they share a lot of stuff that they say that they've never told anyone before. 
Nice. Well, all right. Now, I hope the rest of you are thinking of what you're going to say. And I promise not to ask too many embarrassing questions. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I want to mute myself now? Here. Unmuted. Okie dokie. I'm unmuting everybody. Who would like to share next? I I could share. Alicia. Okay, now Alicia, I'm going to mute everybody, and I'm going to unmute you. Muted. Okay. Is it unmuted? Can you hear? You're me? unmuted. We hear you. Okay. okay. So coming on the calls is is a a connection that that is um, makes connecting with uh, the higher realms and thus my higher self that much easier. That it flows and um, things that were obstacles disappear. Um, I'm I'm here to, here to work. Uh, at this planet to help its upliftment, and so I I have a stake in all that works in that direction, um, which includes clearing uh, karmic patterns from ancestors and 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 generations and a lot of stuff that this particular um, connection um, is powerful in making that easier and flowing. Mm -hmm. Besides the community that's here. Yes. You know, I sense that you have been consciously spiritual for a long time, maybe even when you were a kid. That's Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. And you, you must have felt like you were different. At a certain oh, point. very much. Yep. <laughs> I felt like I kept waiting for Scotty to beat me up. Yeah. So. If you know what that means. Somebody to beat you up? I think that's no, no. no to beam Star her Trek. up. Star oh, to the, beam her up. The, yeah, de- beam me yes. up. Take me home. Right. That's, that's how I felt. It's very, very interesting. It's how I felt. You know, I, I, I'd uh, look up at the stars and I'd say, you know what? I, I don't think I'm from here. You know, but. Come and get me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there were, there was a point where there was an angel walking um, with me, and and he and I I just thought to him he was in human form. He appeared that way, mm-hmm. but I thought to him, I want to go home, and he said, "It's not your time." Looked at nice. Me said, it's not okay. Your time. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Terry, I didn't. I didn't say. I didn't say you could talk. Oh well, 
it's like this. Uh, when people say something like Antonio and Alicia, you know, I mean, it, it, I feel some of the same things. Uh, I'm teasing you, of course. I love it when you talk. <laughs> It's just so beautiful in this community of souls connecting and working together. I love that we work together to bring more love and light and healing and joy into the planet. Uh Well, thank you so much. You know, I should I should I should open it up and see if anyone wants to make a comment to either Antonio or Alicia. You don't have to, but if maybe something was rising up in you, you can. Here we go. Unmuted. Okay, never mind. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Well, I get a similar feeling to Antonio. Muted. That when I. Yeah. Hello? Did you mute me? I hear you. I don't. No, no, I hear you. Um. I get a similar feeling to Antonio that, you know, maybe I come on and uh, I, I could be feeling uh, more cheerful. Or, and and then um, it kind of lit, the call lifts, lifts me up and cheer me up. Okay. And let's see. Let me unmute everybody. Unmuted. And who else wants to share something? This is Al. Can I put five cents? Who is this? Oh, yes. Alan. 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 All right. Hi, Alan. Hi. Let me mute. I'm going to mute everybody here. Muted. And you are unmuted. This is what I have said. I came out of a cult and rose to the top of it in a very short space of time. Didn't know what the heck was going on with it. The difference between that and what I'm experiencing now is that a lot of people believe that if you believe in something and you really have strong faith in it, it's going to result in a change that is positive. Well, I've learned over the last couple of months that although our sources hear us, They do acknowledge our existence and they acknowledge the issues that we raise. They do not guarantee that there's going to be a result that will be in favor of what it is that we request. And I've experienced that and observed it. But I've also observed and felt the love and the care and the concern and the grace that they make known to us through each other as we have now over the few months began to observe changes within the environment and the government and in each other. And for that, I'm very grateful. And I'm so glad that I lost that little stone in my pendant. 
<laughs> it's a good thing we're, we're responsible sellers, and we we helped you fix your pendant. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I just. Thank you, Alan. You know, Alan was driving me nuts. But I loved him. Because he'd been in these other organizations that they told you what to believe. And and they told you how everything worked. And if you believed this, everything would be okay, or you would get advanced. Am I right, Alan? Is that accurate? Absolutely. Yes, yes. And and when you came into our calls, um, you carried that with you. Like, oh my God, I finally finally found someone to believe in, right? (laughs) And it seemed trustworthy. And that there were no power trips or, you know, it, you know, anyone who who watches what we do over time will see that. People sometimes are afraid at the beginning because they think they project their own stuff on what we do. Like, uh, um, when thinks he knows everything or this is a cult or Actually, it's amazing what we do, but I don't do it. It's this interaction with this in, these intelligences in very high dimensions. And for whatever reason, they chose me. They, I didn't know they were choosing me. Actually, when, when Daphne first started channeling, I kept thinking, man, what an amazing talent she has. And and that I just happened to be the recipient of it. And it never occurred to me that <laughs> they, had, they had chosen me. I wouldn't have felt worthy of it, as a matter of fact. But then after six months... I mean, not only did I have Daphne channeling and telling me, those guys want to talk to you again. <laughs> but in that first six-month period, I asked the question, and I said, um, I, know, I know I have connections with other dimensions. I know I've had numerous synchronicities in my life. And I asked them, how can I make a better connection with those higher dimensions? And they said, write your dreams down. So that night, I put a pad by the bed. I left a little light on. And I would keep waking up writing something on the pad. And I didn't really look at it. I just wrote it and went back to sleep. And then 20 minutes later, I'd write something else down. 
And and in the morning, I looked at the pad, and I was expecting to see something like dreams on the pad. But what I found was there were messages, like somebody was talking to me. And it it happened every night that I would take the time to write something down, to, to put that pad by my bed. And I mean, some of the messages in that first period of time were, we're not doing this for entertainment. It has a serious purpose. And another one was, this was a good one. I referred to this one over and over again. It's the insanity of passion that makes things happen in the real world. And then another one was communication from another dimension. Casey slept to connect with this dimension. And then another one was, you have to look tall and thin. And another one was, you can't get any bigger than your basket can hold. And this was blowing my mind. I mean, it blew my it was blowing my mind to find the reincarnation of Edgar Casey. Who is that? Is that your dog, Alan? Maybe Alan's talking to his dog. I'm muting him. Another one was, it's the insanity of passion that makes things happen. I like that one. I already said that one. Well, I like that one. You can say it twice. It's okay. Okay. And uh, another one that was really good, and I refer to these even now because they are so wise in helping me understand how to do what I'm doing better. Another one was, you can't get any bigger than your basket can hold, okay? And that's an important one because I know, and most of you know, this is really important and it could impact a lot of people. And we have been creating a bigger basket uh, over the recent years. And the way that bigger basket looks is all of you who are holding the energy for this. It's not just me. It's scary if it's just me because it makes me people think I'm some kind of savior or some kind of guru. And when we're all holding it, it means it's like we're all holding it up. 
and um, it creates the potential to hold for a lot of other people. So, in any case, let me unmute again. Now, come on. Unmuted. I want some of you people to keep showing up that never talk to say something. Like Juliet, if she wants to. How about Jeannie Judd? Hello. Hi, Hi. Jeannie. Hi. Um, I I would say that for me it boils down to two things. One is that I spent most of my life feeling like a stranger in a strange land. And when I started coming to these calls, I felt like I'd found my spiritual home. And that was, um, wow, that was really special. And um, the other thing I think that means so much to me is just a a feeling of I I never really felt like I knew what I wanted to do in life <laughs> or what I was supposed to be doing. So um it it has oh um the gate the gate is open for service with this group. Um the rest of the work is is um the rest of the work that I do in the world is is work is mundane work, and this is more service and so that makes me happy and and so it's really changed my life you know mm-hmm. well, you know when you started putting things into the light on whole planet healing, I said, "Oh my God, that's genie." Judd, she's been coming to our calls for years, and it was like you had such spiritual power that it was like I didn't know that it existed. <laughs> and um, so, thank you, thank you for being here. And thank you, thank you. And all right, I think it's better. If I call on somebody and then ask you questions, okay? And it helps people get over their reserve if I ask questions. But I won't be be like I was with Antonio when he first came on. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> but you liked it, didn't you? It gave me more anxiety and panic attacks, but I stuck with it. <laughs> all right. Uh, I will Hang see on. you all on Hope Planet Healing. I'm going to be on there. Okay. Thank you. We'll see you later. Okay. Yeah. Greet you later. Muted.
Now, uh, let me see. So I, I thought I thought Bonnie was here. Hang on, oh, she's in the first one here. Bonnie, are you? Oops, wait a second. Are you here, Bonnie? Hi, I'm here. Are you willing? Can you hear me? To say something. I hear you. Are you willing sure. to say something or or have me grill I'll you? Let, I'll let you uh, ask me a question. I'm not sure I. I'm okay, ready I'll to ask you. Okay. Sure. Well, you know, Bonnie was coming into our calls for quite some time, and then when we started doing Whole Planet Healing, she started reading excerpts from our material. And and I started to realize, man, she really understands what we're doing. And she's been doing that every night for months now. And uh, when we first came in contact, she was running a bar in uh, Corona, California. So. I'll ask you a question. Have you had have you had spiritual yearnings all your life? Yes, definitely yes. And did it originally express itself in a religious kind of way? Um, you know, uh. We we went to church. My mom. We were we went to Lutheran church here in town, and um, but I not. But I was a big reader. Excuse me. Um, and I was actually at home uh, reading about. I was interested in all the religions and uh, the history of religion and ancient religions. I wanted to learn about them all. So um, I was not a big churchgoer necessarily, but I was interested in in religion in, in the whole, you know, worldwide, basically. So when you first started... Go ahead. I was just going to say, when you first started coming into our calls, how long did it take you to say, oh, this is what I've been looking for, or however you said it? Immediately. Immediately, I resonated with it. And... um and it didn't take me very long when I realized that I had the opportunity to ask a question on a Wednesday night. Um, oh, I had so many questions, but I <laughs> and I wrote you a long email and told you a little bit about myself, and 
if you remember, I asked about a, a reoccurring childhood dream that I would have uh, every time I was sick with a fever, I would have this reoccurring dream. And they told me that this was a forgotten memory of uh, my trying to repair my ship uh, that I had and that we were marooned on the planet after we couldn't get our craft, <laughs> our invisible craft working again. <laughs> and that was kind of blew my mind, and I thought, wow, you know, but then it, I just sort of let it percolate, and some of it started making some sense. And so I asked further questions on that, and I finally got uh, the, the, term, the planet Deneb, or the star system Deneb, out of them. And, and so, and we've been hearing about Deneb in the last couple of different channelings, uh, the one on Sunday, they they brought Deneb up also, which I thought was interesting about my ear. But I really enjoy reading the transcript. Um, and Whole Planet Healing is actually something I always pictured myself doing. I just really didn't know where or how. I used to hear about the group meditations that they would do, uh, you know, praying for world peace or what have you. And that was something I sort of pictured myself doing. And so Whole Planet Healing fulfills this for me because we are doing a group uh, meditation, if you will, and sending love out to the world. And I get a lot out of that. I appreciate I appreciate everything about our work. Well, you make a great contribution. And I remember those original first questions you were asking. And I said, I said, this woman's never going to come back again. Those answers, I mean, they told her that uh, she and her family crashed on Earth from another planet on a spaceship, and then they got marooned here, and they got into reincarnational cycles here. And uh, I said, and they had never, that's not, they never usually, people's stories are not that far out. And Bonnie's was. And I guess they knew it would resonate. She was having a dream about it. But thank you, Bonnie, so much. And thank you for Whole Planet Healing and what you do. And those of you on BBS, if you stay on BBS, we're going to go into Whole Planet Healing right after this call. And you can see what it is. 
but it's <laughs> okay. You can go meet Antonio, and um, we got five more minutes here. And who's a good person to ask? You know what? I think I'll ask another person who's on whole planet healing, which is Cecil, who's a regular. And let me see. I'm here. Okay, we got you. What keeps you coming back to these calls, Cecil? Having a hard time with my my mute button here. Okay, I, I I didn't hear the last little bit, so do again. I said, what keeps you coming back to our calls? You. Me. <laughs> well, I. I've been I've been on here for uh, about ten years, and um, uh, someone you've been on you've called. been on our calls for ten years. Uh huh. Yeah. But you, you uh, used to be quiet in the background, right? Well, maybe it's not been ten, but but ever since you were on George Norrie, how long has that been? I it's thought about, that was it's about ten years. Yeah. In 2012, you were on the uh, Love One Made Simple workshop. Yeah. Yeah, okay. so I've been here ever since, and, and uh, I've missed almost none of them. If I do miss one, I, I generally go back um, and hit the replay on it. Uh, I've missed just one or two, maybe. But... Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, so a, a guy that I was working with uh, told me about uh, he had heard you on George Norrie and gave me the information, and I, I got on it right away, and right away uh, uh, resonated with it. Uh, never hesitated that it wasn't true, um, and so I've been here ever since. And of course, now the, the last little while, I've been doing the invocation for the. Old Planet Healing, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, sometimes that's quite a bit of, um, um, I was going to say stress, but that's not the right word. Anyway, it takes a lot of effort uh, sometimes for me to, to uh, do that. With my, my wife is 88 years old and, and has Lewy body's dementia and is um, six years into that, so she's getting pretty bad. And um, uh, I have to keep an eye on her. My daughter's here and can kind of keep track of her, but doesn't have a, a a nourishing gene in her body. So she just yelled at her. <laughs> and so sometimes I got to go and referee the, that thing. But anyway, I've learned a, a, an awful lot in that time. Uh, a little bit of it is is um, new to me. Um, having been brought up in the Mormon church, uh, I knew a lot of it already. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, things like the, the earth uh, being a living uh, entity, I've, I've known that. The church has known that for 200 years. And 
anyway, um, most of the, most of the people I try to t- talk to about this think I'm nuts, and, and uh, <laughs> I have a really, I have a really hard time um, sharing it with anybody. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, uh, so I don't. I, I try to well, if I it, if I can slip it in, but it just doesn't work very you know, well. One of one of the things that came up, oh, how long ago was it? Long years ago, probably in two thousand and five, maybe two thousand six, two thousand four, somewhere in that period of time, was that we had a connection uh, with the Mormon Church in the sense that. We were talking to the Council of Elohim, and Mormons use the word Elohim for God. And yes. when I when I queried them about it in a conversation, I said, "Well, why did you start that church?" And they said, "We started it because there were a number of Elohim souls." that were willing to take incarnations in this realm to help lift the vibration here. And there would have been no souls in this realm. So if that's true, the original Mormons, children's children, would have been Elohim souls and people that come from a long lineage of Mormons are very likely Elohim souls. Well, I'm, and you probably I'm the oldest heard son of, I'm, a, I'm the oldest son of an oldest son of an oldest son. So <laughs> right, no right. So you probably identified with it. Did you identify yes. with it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I, I can feel the energy. And one of the things is people who discover us, who happen to be Mormons, We've had this experience. They come on the line, and they can feel huge energy. Because if they're an Elohim soul, and we're talking to the Elohim, it's like somebody getting back in touch with their soul family. Now, you don't have to be a Mormon to be an Elohim soul. And you don't have to um, be a Mormon to feel their energy. But Mormons feel it stronger. And I don't even have to tell them this. I mean, we've had them on there, and they send me emails the next day. And some I remember somebody said, I felt the room was spinning. I could see light everywhere. <laughs> I happened to be a Mormon. That's what she said in the email. I didn't know that. I didn't know who she was. And you know what? It is time. It is time to go to Whole Planet Healing. So if you are on BBS radio, don't touch that dial. If you thought this call was interesting, or if you didn't find it interesting, then you can go somewhere else. But um, If we're really talking to the Elohim, and the Elohim has made various representations in this realm where they've been interpreted as God, uh, then what we're doing 
it's got a lot of weight to it. We are not a religion. I don't tell people to believe anything, join anything. Um, it's totally free will. So on that note, let me just unmute everybody. Unmuted. I thank everybody who made a contribution. And uh, anyone want to say anything else before we leave? Thank you. One thing I wanted to say was was that uh, we don't call ourselves Mormon. That's a a nickname, and and it was uh, given to us as a a slang. Uh, We're really members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So right. we're, we're strongly we're strongly into Jesus Christ and and uh, try to follow his uh, teaching. Yes, and you know maybe 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 the guy who started that religion knew had some inkling that they were bringing in Elohim souls, and what that's why he he called it Latter Day Saints. You know that? Well, he, he was given uh, that name by by the sources that he was working with. So anyway, we better get off on this stuff, right. on the other call. All right. Thank so you. Remember, thank you if you're on PBS, don't move. We're going right into Whole Planet Healing. And thank you for listening. This thank session you. is no longer being recorded. Welcome, everybody, on BPS to another Whole Planet Healing call. Welcome to Whole Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Alan, New Jersey. Hi, Anthony. Hi, Alan. Hi, Alan. Hi, Alan. Hi, Alan. Hi, Alan. Hi, Alan. Hi, guys. All right. Six. Welcome Jack to Whole Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? It's Lynn and Sedona. Hi, Lynn. Hi, Lynn. Is that Juanita I hear back there? Cassidy, mm-hmm. be quiet. That is Juanita. Hi. All right. It's time Hi. 707. The things are off. Yep. I'm going to mute the phone line. Muted. You're here, and it's still November the 22nd. The recording has started. This is November 22nd, 2021. 
and this is all planet healing. And if you were just listening to our previous call, um, I was mentioning that we're going to do this, and and this has been a creation in progress. You know, we learned over time we were having these various phenomena as a result of communicating with these sources that said they were the Elohim. And that is a word that's been exalted in the Bible and in the Mormons and and other places. And I didn't believe they were who they said they were when this first started. I said, if it's true, it's going to prove itself to me. And uh, I, it did. It did prove itself. And there was numerous phenomena um, that it's not the purpose of this call to prove that it's true for you. It's like you have to um, listen to it. You have to listen to... We have conversations with them two times every week on Wednesday night at 6 p.m., and Sunday at 10 a.m., and you can, I ask some questions, and you can listen, and you can make some kind of decision if there's any value in it for you. You probably need to be one of those kinds of people that's looking for some kind of higher truth, because otherwise it'll be boring, and you're still working out things in the earth plane. And connecting with them doesn't mean you don't have anything to work out on the earth plane, because you do, and you will, and you can't get away from that. But it gives you a higher look down at everything, and it brings wisdom and understanding, and it can improve the quality of your life. But, like I said, when they first started talking to me, I just said, who are they? It couldn't be the person who's channeling. They couldn't have been making it up. It was much too sophisticated. And uh, and I had enough knowledge to know that when a voice spoke through somebody, it didn't necessarily mean it was positive source. That there are all kinds of sources on the other side. And um, something negative or something demonic can speak through somebody. And in most cases, Christians are warned about paying any attention to this kind of stuff. Because so often, it was negative. So, um, I just kept asking them questions. and. And then when we started doing conference calls, I kept hearing people could feel their energy. So... 
That was me zoning out. <laughs> you might have zoned out with me. I don't know. Um, it's kind of like I'm on this call and I'm kind of guiding the energy through it. But behind this call, there's the energy of these sources that are also on this call. And they're not talking with us, but they are here energetically. And we go through circumstances happening on our planet that are less than optimum, to say the least. And we bring in intentions to shift those circumstances And that's what we're going to do. So we're going to create a group energy. And we're going to surround our planet with this group energy. And we have, you could say, the higher aspect of each of us in that group. And then we have a number of Elohim souls in that group, and a lesser number of Rossos makes it really powerful. And we're going to project energy down to the surface of the earth and lift the vibration wherever we can. And as we focus this energy down to the earth, we're going to especially focus it on the humans who are service to others. On the children and the young people who are most sensitive to this energy, but usually not very wise. And we ask that as the future days come, those beings become wiser. When? You you want to call in the light first? Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. I told you I'm spacing out today. Um, we're going to call in the light. We have a format. We call in the light. Cecil, who you heard earlier, calls in the light. It's like an invocation to bring in the energy of the higher sources and to create a protective space that keeps negative sources out. And then Terry and I are going to say something briefly. Terry is the person who is the source, the instrument, who our sources speak through. And then Bonnie is going to read an excerpt from one of our conversations with them, a short excerpt. And if you're listening and you wonder who these guys are, it's a very good time to 
hear how they communicate. And then we go through all the earthquakes and volcanoes on the planet with Jennifer. And then we have people put into this field of energy things that they would like to see shift. And then I do this visualization, which I started to do a moment ago, which uh, I wasn't supposed to do yet. So on that note, I'm turning it over to Cecil. Thank you, Ann. Just checking. We did get the recorder going, right? Yes. Thank you. Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection with all those present who are open to do so while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources who are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. We create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. Back to you, Wynn. Thank you, Cecil. And I've done enough talking, and I'm going to introduce Terry just to say hello. And, you know, there were many, many things that occurred that convinced me that what I was doing was legit and that they were legit. And one major event was when I asked them if Terry was ever anybody famous. And Terry, I've known Terry for years. We've been friends. We have been... um in, in and out of relationship with each other. And Terry is very shy. And um, I asked him, is Terry ever anybody famous? And he said, look up St. Catherine of Siena. So I Googled St. Catherine of Siena, and I found the story of this young woman in Siena, Italy, that would go to the local church and they would write down everything she said because they thought God was speaking to them through her. And when she died, 
All of these communications, supposedly from God, were compiled in a book called St. Catherine's Dialogues with God, which became a classic of Catholic literature. It's still on Amazon, and Terry was the spitting image of St. Catherine. And then when she was channeling, and I had the chance to ask thousands of questions, and our channelings are posted on a website called thespiritchannel.net. And there's probably going on to like 175,000 views on that website. And some of them have transcripts, and some of them have audios. And it has the phone numbers of all of our calls. And we do 10 calls a week. And when we started, I didn't want to do I didn't. I said, I'm going to do one call a week, and that would be it. But I didn't know where it was going. And I realized that what's happening with our work, from my point of view, is that we have made a connection with the intelligence in the highest dimension of the universe. And that when they come in, they lift the vibrations. And people get the opportunity not only to hear this amazing information that they share with us, but this lifting of the vibration. And a human is not necessarily stuck on this planet. They can be on this planet and they can lift their vibration above this planet. Um, and, and, and then that, that enables them to continue their future lifetimes in a higher rate of vibration. In any case, people needed the people that were into it. It's a big deal to listen to these higher vibrations and hold the energy, and that we're doing it for the world, the planet, and for ourselves as well. And Terry, would you like to say hello to everybody? Yeah, I would. Um... Well, now I've messed up. Um, um, are you getting stuck? Um, we hear you. You hear me? Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh, you know, uh, 
I'm really getting a lot of my own questions answered in these channelings. Um, and some of the stuff, like in the Law of One Made Simple, um, that we're going to be putting out, and it's bringing to answers that, like when I heard the Law of One Made Simple series in uh, 2012, I had questions, and like one of the questions would be, what do they mean when they say everything's a distortion in in the one, the one infinite creator, everything's a distortion in the one infinite creator. And like last Sunday's channeling yesterday answered that for me. And it's really uh, heartwarming to be able to get answers to these uh, amazing questions. Um, you can go and hear it on uh, the Spirit Channel dot net, like yesterday's channeling, and back to him. You know, everyone should be curious about what we're doing because we're bringing answers forth that have never been around. And the truth of the matter is that this is one life in many that everyone is immortal. I know that. And um, most people don't think about that. And and they're so preoccupied with the day-to-day activities of making money, spending money, or whatever. Um, whatever their preoccupation is this, this realm is they never consider the bigger picture of what does it mean to live forever? What's going to happen to me when I die? And, of course, there's a lot of people that will tell you what's going to happen. But I have a feeling that our information is the most accurate explanations on the planet for all of that stuff. And... um the next thing that happens is you're going to hear an ex- excerpt from our sources um, and hear what they sound like when they talk to us and how they might even answer a question. And I turn it over to Bonnie Penners. Hi. Thank you. Okay, this is a conversation that took place on July 25th, 2011. Uh, I believe this was a Monday night call. Uh, We don't usually do channelings on a Monday, but this was a conversation uh, about the connection, the connection with the sources. And so one of the questions that Wynne had asked uh, was when you're working with an individual, do they necessarily have to receive verbal messages from you, or do you just support them in their intentions with energy? And raw on through Carrie answers, 
It depends upon the individually individual. Normally, we support them with energy, and we send phenomena to help and synchronicities to help the individual in supporting the individual, depending upon the individual's awareness and the openness that the individual has. And when asked, um, synchronicities are one of the ways that things happen. A synchronicity is where something comes in that looks like a coincidence, but is not. Uh, Wynn also says, I think synchronicities are very important, and each of us has something that we would perhaps like to happen in our life that's not happening, whether it's finding a love, finding a job, something that we need. Um, in your, from your perspective, how do you work with enhancing a synchronicity? What do you do to help someone bring in a synchronicity? And Ra on through Terry answers. First of all, the individual himself, and we use him to include her as the language is lacking words for it, we see that when an individual is attuned to the outcome that they really desire, they are operating at a frequency that includes that outcome, even though that outcome has not happened yet. And as they move within the frequencies that include the frequencies of the outcome, then the particulars that go together to make up that outcome automatically are attracted to that individual as there are connections between the same frequency. They operate at the same frequency, and it is a bridge, an open door into the results that the person would like. We see this then. Also, the individual is asking, and we see them. We hear them. We sense them asking. And we see the resonances around them with even colors extending out, reaching little reaches and rhythms extending out. Then it is easy to join with them in their celebration of bringing in this outcome. It seems like magic or like a synchronicity that somehow happens unexpectedly, but it is how the universe works. It is part of the mechanics of the universe, and it is easy to support this kind of enthusiasm towards a total outcome, or an outcome that is not negative. If the outcome is negative, that they are desiring, 
then their reach will be blunted and they would need to use force in some way. Force to force the issue and it becomes harder for synchronicities to happen because the nature of man is generally a good nature. If they are negative, they have to use a lot of force, or we call it maybe funny energy, to override the nature of man and the nature of connection between all that is. So that there, to me, is a awesome explanation of how they are paying attention to us. And as long as it's, uh, we are highly intended, they enjoy joining up with us in order to make these positive things, these positive outcomes come about. So I will turn it back to you, and I love you all. Thank you. Thank you. And many people on this line who come to our calls have experienced synchronicity. And I used to experience synchronicities all the time when I was younger. I was hitchhiking around the country. And um, and I couldn't understand how they could happen, how it worked. And I suspect I had some kind of connection with them then, but I was not consciously aware of it. I used to say to myself, I think God is guiding me. And that's... the the only way I could relate to it. So they are on this line right now. They are adding to our intentions. And one of the things we work on is earthquakes and volcanoes because many prophets and many scientists say that in this period of time, there could be great earth changes, devastating volcanoes, devastating earthquakes. And so Jennifer in Pennsylvania every day studies the earthquake maps and all these sources and will go through the events that happened today. And as she goes through these, we are going to send calm energy to each of those areas. And our sources will help us do that. And I turn it over to Jennifer. Thanks, Will. <clears throat> I would like to invite Mother Earth to join with us to increase our intention for calm. And also, I'd like to uh, invite anybody who's never done this with us before, um, listeners on BBS, just play along. Now, tonight, we're going to start in Hawaii and looking at the island and the activity there. We had 22 earthquakes, all of which were centered around Pahala, the little town in the southern side of the island. And then we also had a... Three, 2.5, I'm sorry, near Kilauea. And this was actually on the 
eastern, northeast side of Kilauea, which hasn't had any activity so far. So let's just give Hawaii a quick kiss of love light energy, calming, send down to the island the hot spot on which Hawaii resides and the fracture zones and the fault lines and the undersea volcanoes, a lot of which we're not even aware they're there. And we want to thank, really, I, I genuinely, at the bottom of my heart, thank Mother Earth for not causing a <clears throat> huge disaster because <laughs> there's a lot of people there on the island. And now we're going to move down to the New Zealand area. There was a 3.6 between the two islands called Cook Strait. And the South Island had 3.6, and the North Island, but it was in the sea, had 3.9. So that's been kind of holding steady there this past week, two weeks or so. It's always been the same. But as we start to go northward, boy, we run into this Kermadec Trench, and it is quite active. Um, we had a couple of 5.2s and a couple of 5.1s along this trench line. And then moving up towards uh, Fiji, we had a 5.2. And then now we're going to go westward over to Papua, New Guinea. And it was in the sea, but there was a uh, 5.1 there today. And then continuing westward to Indonesia, we had all sorts of fours. Um, I did not find any fives there, but there was a 4.9. So it's pretty close. And then we also want to send calm to Semeru, which is a volcano erupting on the Indonesian crescent. And then we're going to move northward towards the Philippines. We have a 4.0. And then just a little bit east of that, we have the Mariana Islands. We had a 4.8 there. And then we're going to continue north to Japan where we had a 4.6. Now, this was out on an island I can't pronounce. Um, it's R-Y-U-K-Y-U. And then we move up to the island where most of the people reside. We have a 3.7 and a 3.6 up north in Hokkaido. And then <clears throat> nothing to speak of occur. Oh, I also forgot. Suwanozajima is erupting. In Japan. So let's just send Suwano's some calm. And moving up through the Russian region, nothing to speak of. Moving across the Aleutians, we had 3.7 out on Nikolsky Island, and that is about halfway out through the uh, Aleutians. And then on the land today, we had a 4.1. It, it, it occurred in Denali National Park. Moving down through Canada, nothing was reported, but we wanted to send them calming energies. Washington was very quiet, except Mount St. Hel Helens is rumbling, and we have a 1.4 at Alger, Washington. So you guys have really been uh, holding your own as far as this goes. So we want to send all the volcanoes, My Mount Hood. Mount St. Helens, and 
what the heck's the other one? Oh, gosh. Don't talk about things you don't know, Jen. All right. <laughs> Any other books? Mount Shasta. Mount Shasta. Oh, absolutely, Mount Shasta. Now, I was thinking of the other one up in Washington. Miss Helens, and what's the other one? Oh, anyway. Rainier. Okay, we're going to move. Rainier. Thank you, Terry. When don't call her brainy, brainless. <laughs> and then we're going to go up quickly down through California. And out on that fault line that I'm always talking about out there, um, we did have a 3.2, and it's they're calling this a petroleum. It's right on that fault line there. And then just a little bit further in from that, we have 2.6. So, and if you remember, yesterday, the day before, we had two days in a row, we had up on the upper step, we had a couple of fours. So, you know, something else is coming. So, let's just go calm. Lots of calm, this area. And then moving down through California, actually, we did have a good day. Um, San Andreas Fault, twos and less. Southern California, twos and less. Salt and Sea, we, the Salt and Sea has picked up a little bit in activity again. We had six earthquakes right in the same spot today, but they were low level, 2.2 and less. And then looking at the eastern side of the state, we'll have a little bit of a storm up around Lake Tahoe. And then moving down through their Long Valley caldera, we had 2.4. And then down through Ridgecrest, which is always busy. And then moving down to New Mexico, we had a 3.0 in Baja, 4.2 in Maine, uh, part of Mexico, and everything in between. Guatemala, we had a 4.2, and Fuego is erupting. And Santa, no, Santia, Guito, um, looks like it, it is actually degassing, that's what they call it. And when that happens, usually, I'm just reading a textbook, what I read today, um, but it usually means that the lava will fill up where the gas has vacated from. So it looks like there's activity there that we want to send home. And there is a visible glow at night, so we know something occurring there. And then down into Panama, uh, threes. And 3.1, and this is real interesting because it was on the Caribbean side, which doesn't get all that much activity on the uh, Caribbean side of it. And then moving down through, um, oh, before we leave this area, I do want to mention Dominican Republic today had a 4.6. So that's a bit of an uptick in seismic intensity. Um, The Virgin Islands had a 3.7, and Haiti had a 3.4. And that was about all that was going on over there. And then coming down back over to South America, Colombia has Nevada del Ruiz erupting, but no seismic. Ecuador had 4.2 and San Jay and Reventador. Peru just had 3.8 and less and Sabancaya. Chile, 4.3. And also they, their volcano, Nevada State Chilean, is erupting. And then down south to Argentina, we had a 4.4. And now we're going to round the southern tip of South America and come out on the eastern side. And we have a plate there that is 
very, very similar to the Caribbean place. And we have a South Sandwich Island there, and we did have a 5.2 today. And it's getting sort of crunched there in the middle. And then we move up the Mid-Atlantic Ridge to the Azores. We have some three activities, 3.3 and less. And then a quick stop on the Canary Islands. I keep reading where the Canary Islands is it's slowing down and so forth. But today I just checked. We had 108 earthquakes. So, and the largest that I found was a 4.7, which is starting to get to be a, an earthquake. <laughs> and so let's just send calming to the entire region there. I, I believe there are eight different islands. And we just want to send calming. And then moving really quickly across Europe, we didn't have much to speak of, like ones and twos across Spain, France, and Italy. When we get to Greece, we have a 3.2. Turkey, 4.7. Iran, 3.7. And Tajikistan, 4.4. And then that actually brings us back out to the Ring of Fire. And I'd like to thank everybody for participating. And I'll send you back to Jackie. For when? When are you here? Oh, when? I'm here. Okay. I'm sorry. I called you Jackie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, we're on BBS. And um, we're running long. I guess I talk too long. But um, we have time for a couple of people to put things into this field of energy that they would like to see positive outcomes for. And we're unmuting the lines. And any of you that want to speak up, please do. But only two of you, okay? So go ahead, eyes, and unmute everybody. I'd like to put my unmuted Jill into the light, uh, who's recovering from COVID, and the the friend that gave it to her is now uh, dead, and mm -hmm. so it's pretty serious thing with her. She does seem to be getting better, and I think the Elohim for their help, and thank you. This is Kathleen in Vermont. I'd like to add myself into the light in my recovery from the COVID vaccine and carbon monoxide poisoning and parasite infestation, which I am greatly moving into the allowance of its total release, and I appreciate deeply the work you're all doing with the Elohim, and thank you for letting me speak. Muted. And so right now we're going to go into our visualization. And we're going to go do a quick scan of our entire planet and look at some of the things that are happening that could result in negative outcomes. In fact, they're resulting in them right now. And uh, ask to have them move to a higher octave and with better outcomes. And we have our sources here. 
helping. So we surround our planet with our group energy, and we send the energy of the higher realms, the highest realms, including the Christ energy, including the energy of grace, and the quantum field to the surface of our planet, asking to uplift every square foot that is able to be received this energy. And we focus for a moment particularly on the humans who are service to others, on the children and the young people who have the greatest sensitivity to this energy, but the least wisdom. And as they grow older, we ask that they become wiser, and they are the future of our planet. And we go to the animals and the pets, particularly the pets who help their owners keep their chakras open and their hearts open. And we go to the insects and in particularly the species that are part of the cycles of nature that keep everything working, like the bees, and ask that they can be sustained. We go to the um, plant life from trees to grass, and we send this energy to all of them who help anchor it through their roots into the earth. And we go to the fish and the sea life and the dolphins and the whales. And now we go through the surface of the earth into the interior of the earth. And the earth is alive. And the earth thinks. And the earth has volitional actions. And the earth's energy expands through the entire interior of the earth, through the surface, to the outer part of the earth. And humans are all in this field of energy. And the earth has to process the activities of humans which are detrimental to the vibrations, her vibrations, like uh, nuclear weapons going off, like deforestation, like fracking, and just emotions of hate and competitiveness. And we just send healing to Mother Earth right now. And we thank her for giving us this opportunity to have this miracle of bodies on our surface and learning how to hold these higher energies. We go to the energy waves that travel through the Earth that terminate in earthquakes and volcanoes, and we send calm energy to those waves. We go back to the surface of the Earth and we do the three major earthquake zones, the ring of fire, the land masses surrounding the Pacific Ocean. We send calm energy to that entire huge area 
we go to the New Madrid fault line, centered in St. Louis and the surrounding states, and we send a column of light hundreds of miles in diameter uh, down to that entire area, penetrating through the Earth and into the potential fault lines underneath the Earth that are the potentials for earthquakes and volcanoes for the future. And we go to the Mid-Atlantic fault line, which runs thousands of miles from the North Pole through Iceland, through the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, as far down as the tip of South America. We put a longitudinal column of light penetrating through the water to the land underneath the water, sending calm energy. All the other earthquake faults anywhere on the planet, we ask our sources to help find them, and we send this calm energy. And any earthquakes and volcanoes that need to occur because the Earth has to release stress. We ask that they can occur gradually and away from population centers. We go to some of the other out-of-balance situations on our planet. We mention the coronavirus and its mutations. We ask that it can be rendered harmless. We go to the immune systems of humans and ask that they can be strengthened. We go to the toxins that people are finding in vaccines and we ask that they can be rendered harmless. We go to the plans and plots of what is called the negative elite that group, that small group of people on our planet that wants to control everything to their advantage and are responsible for many things occurring right now. And we ask that the awareness and intentions of humans make it difficult for them to express their negative intentions. We go to the people who suffer and we send them this energy so regardless of their outer circumstances, if they look for it, they can find inner release and connection with the higher realms. We go to droughts everywhere and ask for rain, gentle rain, consistent rain that fills the reservoirs and waters the crops. We go to the governments of our planet and we ask for qualities of leadership make people feel safe and cared for, like benevolence, compassion, 
wisdom, integrity, and ethics. And we ask that those countries that are adversarial with each other can find ways and means of settling their differences nonviolently. We go to interventions. We ask that our realm is protected from nuclear weapons going off. We ask for transmutation of toxic materials that are harmful to humans and even animals. Radioactivity. Chemtrails. Nanobites. Nanobots, I should say. Radio frequencies and microwaves. And mentioning the coronavirus and its mutations one more time. Finally, we bring this energy back to ourselves. We see the energy that flows through the universe that has components of the Christ consciousness, Elohim grace, love light, moving through the cosmos and the galaxies and our solar system and landing on our own personal rooftops where we have an energy filter that only lets positive energy through. And if we're comfortable, we can invite this energy into our home, into our apartment, into our room, and move through our entire interior area and transmute any negativity. We can invite this energy to go down the outer walls of our home, keeping us safe from negative vibrations outside of our home. We invite this energy to move through our own body, down through our chakra system, our energy centers, our meridians, break down any blocks any past life memories that are obstacles to our present life, feel that energy for a moment. And if you're feeling the energy, you can send it to people who you care about. And for protection in your own city or town. And we're ending the verbal part of the call right now. And we're leaving the lines on our conference line open 
for those of you that want to stay and hold this energy. And if you're on BBS, we're going to be off the air in a very short amount of time. So I thank everybody for being here and helping us hold this space. We do this every night. And people that come often tend to shift the energy in their life. So you're welcome. The phone numbers for all of our calls are on thespiritchannel.net. Thespiritchannel.net. And on that note, I thank everybody for being here. I thank ABS for having us on the air. And we will see you next time.